Welcome to Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Rich Schnitzel. How are you, Rich? I'm doing really well. Happy to be here. Uh, so happy to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever we talk about. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it as well. I, I love uh, automation. I want to know more about it. But can you kind of introduce yourself your, like, on, on your own terms, like take the stage? Yeah, absolutely. So my name's Rich Schnitzel. I am a mechanical engineer, a nerd, a husband <laughs> to an English theater major, and I own a business helping entrepreneurs build automation in their business. And not only helping them build it, but helping them understand what automation is, how you can use it in an impactful way, and how you can leverage it and get the benefits out of it without detracting from the things that you do in your business that make it Authentic. a special thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like without all the positives and minimizing all of the negatives. Yeah, because there's a lot of stigma, like they say for automation, they say, oh, don't automate, don't automate. So, but this is really, um, this kind of automation actually helps you grow. So I'm, I'm very yep. much interested to learn more. If you could speak about like a specific business, for example, how would they utilize your service? Yeah, exactly. Most people think about automation in like a factory standpoint of, you know, big machines taking away business, you know, everything's automated from the very beginning to the very end. And that's not what I do and what I talk about at all. I'm talking about taking, I'm working with a company right now, they do custom websites and they have a long validation process to find the right leads, identify whether or not they're a good fit for their skill set, identify what the ultimate project is supposed to be, and then deliver that project to them. And there's over a hundred different steps that have to happen from a new lead coming in to somebody saying, yes, I want to work with you and paying them and signing the contracts and beginning the work. We've automated that entire process down to about 20 manual points of interaction that they have to do. So lead comes in, we create a folder in a Google Drive to hold all of the accounts. We create a list of all of the tasks and ClickUp so that they can track the progress. And we send an email of the next human interaction in the process, which is a one-on-one -on -one call with them to kind of talk about what's going on. So a chunk of information and then that that human to human point of reference where they have a conversation. If that conversation goes well, they go into ClickUp and they say, yes, okay, this leads qualified. And then we do a whole bunch of other steps in terms of creating a proposal so that they can automate a uh, proposal so that they can customize that and send it out to them so that they can pull in the test documentation and all of the templates that go along with the project. And we use that same theory throughout the entire process of human interaction. Okay. Now that we've been able to make a decision, make that decision and then let automation take care of all the little things like, you know, the creating of the folders or automated email follow-up sequences of, Hey, just a reminder, this is the next step in the process. This is what we're expecting from you. So is this uh, similar to like some of those dashboards that are available like CRM? They provide a lot of these things, right? But this is more custom. It's more custom and it's using uh, multiple programs and tying that all into one aspect. So yeah, all CRMs have some form of automation, whether it's you know, integrating to a couple programs or within the CRM itself, 
being able to automatically move leads through a lead flow, what we do is expand the realm of possibilities that you have. So you're not just limited to your CRM. You, we can go out to all of the other programs that you're using in your business and pass information between all of them. So integrating almost every component of a business. Yes. It's one of the challenges that people have when they come to me is that there are so many possibilities yeah. when you start thinking about yeah. that. Yeah, it's a little bit like being a kid in a candy store. You kind of go like, well, <laughs> I, I like, can go oh here, I can go here, I can go here. Yeah. You, just, you get pulled in so many directions. And that's that's where the conversation and the consultation part of the business comes into play is having a conversation with somebody and being a sounding board of, well, this is what I'm doing in my business. Okay, well, you're using Trello and you're using Google Drive. Why don't we just create the folders when your card changes to the next column instead of having you to, you know, go do that manually? Okay, that's a great idea. Then what's the next step? Can we chain the step on top of that as well? You know, a little bit like building with Legos. And you start with a single Lego, you put another Lego on top, put another Lego on top, and you end up with you know whatever you're trying to build, spaceship or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So um when a business comes to you, there must be a design or, or um, a whiteboard situation. I kind of actually design out all the components, how they connect together to get a visual initially before you start designing it? Absolutely. Yeah. There's two types of clients we work with. Uh, one has an idea of, okay, I, I want to build this specific thing. And you know that's pretty straightforward. We just create the scope of work and we do it. The other is somebody who does want to go through their entire business. And that is a, a lot of whiteboarding. I actually have a digital whiteboard behind me and I do live Zooms on the digital whiteboard where it's a three month project. I'd say the first four to five weeks, we don't build anything. We just talk. We talk about the business. We talk about what you're doing, what your workflows currently are. And I draw out all of the different steps in your business so that we can build this flow of what all of the events are so that we can then have the conversation of one, how do we want to modify this flow of events to make it more efficient, right? We don't always need to be following the same path that you're on now. We may be able to determine a better past path through something by having this conversation. And then once we can get there, what in those processes can we automate because it doesn't need a human to do it, right? I want to have you focus on the aspects of your business where you're going to have the most impact, where you're going to be making decisions and thinking critically that are going to elevate what's going on. And for you to be able to tell the automation, okay, this is what I've decided. Now go perform everything that's supposed to happen because I decided to go down this path. Mm -hmm. So all these components, like connecting everything together, I, I assume, I think, I believe you are using uh, Zapier, right? To connect everything. So is that, do you find that because of all that connection, things break down? Like do, or do people experience that or what do you have in place to protect that from happening? Yeah, we do use Zapier all the time. It's an amazing program to pass that information back and forth. The way that we control for things breaking down is in that process of laying something out, we're looking for two things. One, we're looking for a, a data point that doesn't change that we can use to link all of the information together because the most common way that automation will fail is you're expecting A and you get B or you go or you get B and you try to search for B where A is supposed to end up. So 
finding some, if you're using your CRM, you know, everybody has like a custom ID. We use email a lot because email is always unique. So we use that singular data point. And then if there is a step where if we look for that email and it doesn't show up where we expect it, we always have a path back to a human. So we have a check in it. If everything, all the information is there, not a problem. We just continue the automation. But if we don't find it, we'll pause where it is at that point and then go notify somebody. It's usually a designated person on the team to say, hey, we tried to do something. It's not really working. Here's exactly where you need to go look. Here's exactly all the information that we know about this person. And this is in the phase that they're in in this process. Go figure out what we're missing, fix it, and then resubmit it and continue on. Because you're always going to have errors. Business is always going to change. You can't solve for 100% of a rule set. So you need a way to handle that extra 10% that's going to happen just as the course of business. So you provide like a maintenance package after you implement. Yes. Yeah, it's a maintenance package. And it's, uh, hey, we were doing this this way six months ago. Now growing, we've changed our business a little bit and we need to, right, yeah. Yeah, it's, hey, this is working really well, but we're going to move down to this this next piece. We're going to tweak this. Okay, let's see what's going on there. And we try to give everybody all of the information that they need. So if they want, they don't have to come back to us. Everything we do is recorded. We have Loom videos and recordings of everything that we build. Yeah, so that you, you're not doing this in a vacuum where there's just kind of like this black box in your business that you go like, I hired Rich and his team and they did something over there and it does something really cool, but I don't know what it does. I, I don't like building something that people have to do that with, right? I, I want you to have an understanding of what's going on to be able to say, yeah, okay, I, I know what's going to occur. If it doesn't, I know exactly where it's, where I'm supposed to go look and have that level of understanding which gives you a level of comfort in what we're building. Mm-hmm. You don't use automation that you don't understand. You don't have comfort of course. with. Mm-hmm. It's true. What are your top three types of businesses that approach you? We get a lot of online entrepreneurs, uh, e-commerce. We get a lot of uh, coaches and consultants. And more and more, we are getting a lot more brick and mortar stores who are, because of COVID, you have a lot of brick and mortar stores who now are pulling dual duty. They have, they still have a physical location someplace, but they're also building out an online version of their store in a limited capacity or a different type of product and trying to merge those two data points together. And right, so their store, they had a system, everything worked. Now they're trying to do something through WooCommerce and a common one, you know, can we connect WooCommerce into my QuickBooks because they're manually translating all of their records over because the systems don't exist. So figuring out how we can say, okay, this is over here, this is over there. Let's make them play together nicely so that you you can stop doing all this manual labor that you've just had to do because of the situation and you adapted. So for me, the most interesting one from the three would be the second one. I'm Mm -hmm. a mentor. So how would that, if you had to design it just to generalize it, right? Not to say a specific coach or a specific mentor, but in, in, a, in a way, how could you kind of explain how you can design and what benefits they would get from the automation? I'd say I'll ignore the lead generation part because I don't, it's, everybody talks about that a lot. I think yeah. 
the two interesting aspects that I can see in your realm is the onboarding sequence. Right? So when okay. somebody new comes in, automating the process of bringing them in, in terms of creating templates, in terms of telling them what the expectations are of moving forward and mm, yes, that's a leveraging, good one. leveraging yourself and your team, whoever you have to communicate between everybody. So everybody knows exactly where this person mm. is in their onboarding sequence. They know when they're supposed to follow up and they know exactly what they're supposed to do in that yeah. follow-up. So like if you got a client, basically, once you receive a client, you just enter their name and you press a button, for example, it does all the stuff that necessary that needs to be done that we would actually have to do manually. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. They, they made the purchase. They automatically get the email that says, yeah. hey, great to have you. Yeah. You're going to hear from us in two days. Yeah. You know, here's Sign all up the stuff to do to this, download this, read right. this. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then once they're in the system, you can use automation to maintain contact with them based mm. off of one trigger. So you're never only working with one person, right? You're trying to increase the amount of people that you're working with. And as that increases one single task, it could take five minutes, but if you're working with 10 people, that's an hour out of your day of maybe sending an email to remind them like, Hey, I, you know, I've created a, a call for next week. I hope you're joining it and trying to invite them all of those five minute tasks eat up a lot of time mm -hmm. when you have a bunch of people. So being able to say, all right, I'm just going to submit all the credentials into this Google form that I created, right? Time, date, what the description is, and then let automation go out, request all of your current client, all of your current students and automatically send them an email to say, hey, this is what's going on. Show yeah. up if you can. Yeah, and you can integrate the texting platform. I forgot the name. I use Twilio. Yep. You get to create Twilio where you could set it up that when a new uh, uh, a client comes in, you can you know send them a text to ask them if they have done specific task, for example. Yeah. If they have completed yeah. this or give them um, uh, some sort of a, a affirmation or whatever it is, you can right. automate all that where they're feeling they're getting connected. Exactly. Getting we that connection, but they're not. It's not consuming the time necessary. Right. We, we built an automation for somebody. They had a group call and they had like a hundred different people on their group call. We created an automation for them when, whenever they created a new event and it had like a bracket and a certain code that they would put in the call, whenever we see, saw a new event in Google calendar with that code in it, we would go request all of their active students from Thinkific and then add each of them to that call so that they would get all of the reminders, they'd get the initial email invite, they'd get the reminders for the call. And all they had to do was create a new event in Google Calendar. And then they didn't have to worry about who was in Thinkific, what, you know, did they have a week left? Did they have a month left? The automation just went out and said, hey, who's active? You're active, okay, I'm gonna tag you to this new event. And it was all taken care of. So if, if you had to design something like that for a coach or a mentor or whatever, if you're not comfortable answering this, that's fine. Like, I just sure. want to know what's the people, because people, when they watch these things, they always have that number one question that comes to mind. What is this going to cost me? Right. So sure. is there, is there a bracket? Like some, like if someone that wanted to make their life easier to integrate, I know there's different variants, yeah. variances, right. But yeah. So I'll, I'll give you the 80% of what we do. Mm -hmm. If it's a single thought of five or six different actions, within a, a lead funnel, it will take us somewhere between three to five hours to set that up for you. Which part was that again? The, that's 80% 80, 80 of the work that we do. 
Oh, 80% of the right, work yeah. will yeah. take, take how many hours? Sorry. Three to five hours for, Three to each, five hours. for okay. each workflow of a thought. So oh. the, right. So if you're talking about a more complex problem, you know, three to five hours. So I'll, I'll give you a, a real example. So you have, we'll do a lead process. So a lead comes in, you want to add them to an automated recurring email sequence. You want to create a new lead in your pipe drive funnel, and you want to notify your project manager to follow up with them on a personal basis, right? That's one thought. That's probably a two to three hour thought. Mm -hmm. Then once you validate their lead and your project manager pulls them to the next column, you want to create a Google Drive folder for them. You want to send them all of the templates so that they can get an idea of how to work with you. And you want to auto-generate a proposal to send that to them to say, pay this, this is how you work with us. That's another two to three hours. And then once they pay, you want to onboard them by creating, pulling all of the information. Each you know of them is them. a thought. Right. right. So each one of those thoughts is going to be, you know, some are low end is two hours, high end is usually five hours. And that's 80% of what we're doing. And the last 20% is when there's something really custom that you need to build because we can build custom integrations in Zapier or uh, G Suite allows you to build custom code. If there's something that's really unique to your situation, nothing exists for it. It's not a no, like we can still build something. It just takes us a little bit more time and we would have to have a conversation around, is the ROI for you worth it to you know, spend 10 hours for us to build something custom? Maybe it's stocking up a lot of your time or your ability to scale validates the fact that you'll be able to re get a return on investment on that. Because it's not just the time that you save, it's the, your ability to then generate revenue off of that new time as well. Yeah, you know it's good that we talked about this because when you when you when you hear all this amazing stuff, you you, you get some you know you think that it's going to be like a you know crazy crazy kind of a situation, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. uh, but when this clarity that you explained is not that uh, crazy, like it's it's pretty doable for anyone. The process that you're explaining is simplified. There's a hand holding component which is very important. Yeah, I like what I hear. It's good. I'm glad. Yeah, it's good. How did you get into this? Like, were you, you were a coder, right? Like, how did, uh, how did you go into the business world? Yeah, so uh, mechanical engineering background and a nerd. So I worked for 10 years with other businesses doing sales engineering, field engineering, estimating all different aspects. Uh, I reached a point where I kept having the thought that I would do something different when I was told to do it in the business. You know, like I, I paid attention, I listened, and I started to be like, oh, I would have done that differently. I would have made a different decision in this circumstance. And I came to realize that that meant that I should probably go try to make, make it on my own and build my own business. And I knew I wanted to do something in tech because that's really what I enjoy. And I actually started in Facebook Messenger bots. Oh. Uh, I thought the tech was really cool. I thought it was really interesting what they could do found out really quickly I am terrible at copy, cannot write copy to save my life. <laughs> Shouldn't be really a surprise if you've talked to engineers. We tend to write lab reports instead of, you know, really emotional writing. But I realized I was really good at building something really interesting with what the bot could do and then explaining how that worked to other people. And then once I could explain what it was, everybody ended up going, I tried it. Can you just build this for me? 
I don't want to figure this out. Why don't you just build this for me? Like, okay. And that was the start of the idea of expanding that conversation beyond just messenger bots and looking at a business and what you're doing in a business, but having that same type of conversation of, this is what I'm going to build. This is how it's going to look. This is how it's going to impact you. Do you like that? Yeah, I love that. That's going to be awesome. Okay, cool. Give us a week and we'll build it for you. And then you'll get to use it in your business. Awesome. It's amazing. It can make life easier, right? And that's mm-hmm. my next question is that we always like to ask our guests what their inner superpower is that got them to this point uh, inside. What do you feel that, that you have inside of you that got you to this point, having a business, successful business? Yeah, I'd say it's the way that I think. So I, I think mm, in your 3D reason factor. I, yeah. I, I, well, I think visually and I think in three dimensions. So everything that I talk about, when I think about it, it all has a spatial relationship to something else Mm -hmm. that we're talking about. And when you're talking about a business and a bunch of different moving parts and trying to put all that together, Mm. it's like a puzzle trying to figure out how everything fits together the, the best way possible and make relationships between different things. My brain is just really good at doing that and doing that from the perspective of coming in blind and having to ask mm-hmm. questions and clarify mm-hmm. things and shift things around and going, okay, this is what I heard you say. These are the connections that I've just made. How does that sound to you? Being able to do that, people go like, oh yeah, I've never thought about it that way. That's really cool. I like, mm. I like the way that you put those together. Mm, that's excellent. Excellent. So, you know, really basically the two higher mental faculties that you have used as a superpower that you strengthened, you mm-hmm. made it stronger is your reason faculty and your imagination. You yes. combine them both and you're pretty strong in those areas to put this all together. And you need to be, if you're, yes. if you're automating, <laughs> right? So that's like, yes, some of this stuff is like, you know, like, I, <laughs> I, you know, I love what it does and everything, but it can get, uh, little uh, stressful in the mind when you're not used to it. So you have created that strength, which is, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you just, you could do startups as well. Like a lot of people, like, you know, when they're developing a startup, like a software program, mm-hmm. um, they do a lot of the things themselves in it after the fact, if they wanted to make simplify some components of it with automation, you could do that as well. Right. Yeah, absolutely. The beauty of automation is you can, you can go as big in scope or as small as scope as you want. An automation can be as simple as you know making a new row in a Google Sheet when something happens in your business. You know, I, if you have an automated filter in your Gmail or your Outlook to tag a certain email from somebody, that's an automation. Yeah. Right. That that's as basic as you can get of an automation, and that still has incredible value. Mm-hmm. Right. So think about it on just those really small steps and then add them together. If you can't, if you don't have the muscle that I have of being able to hold this big thing in your head, start small where you can hold it in your head and just figure out that one step and then figure out the next step after that. And the next step after that, it's the, we talk about, you know, making a 1% change in your business and a 1% mm-hmm. change in your person to grow and scale your business. Mm-hmm. Apply that to the automation as well. Make a 1% yeah. change, make a 1% change. And those 1% changes are going to add up to a massive effect to the yeah. positive. How big do you want to take this? I don't, my personal number right now is a million dollars a year run rate. That is in my journey. I don't have Why the so small because in my, in my journey right now, I don't know what that looks like. 
So I need oh. to get there and then figure out what the business looks like at that point and then yeah. figure out how to grow it. I, yeah, I, I do think that this can be, you know, definitely an eight figure business at some point, but I recognize in myself that I don't have the knowledge to think about it right now. I know that a million is definitely possible. I can understand that number. So that's where I'm going for right now. And when I get there, we can start, you know, you can call me up and I'll probably be shooting for a lot more from that. But oh, of course, yeah. I need to have a certain perspective when I start thinking about that and I don't have it yet. That's great. So you do any automations for the government and schools and stuff? Have you tapped into that? Because that could get you there pretty quick. I haven't yet. I've mainly been working with people in the mid six figure range into the low seven figure range, one, two million a year is where I've been working so far. I do have some very high corporation level clients, but interestingly enough, when you work with somebody like that, their scope is similar to somebody who's in a mid six figure business range because the team is always somewhere around two to nine people Mm -hmm. and you're talking within a team. So the logic and the conversations that we have really don't change depending on the size of the business because it's about the number of people that have to interact with what you're building. And Mm. when you start to get over 10, the team just falls apart. And Mm. I think most people have realized that there's a team size that works really well. They just have multiple teams that you grow your business out with. Well, Rich, it was was amazing having you on the show. A lot of of cool stuff that you're talking about. I could see you going to to new heights with this. These things are well needed in the market, you know, and especially if if someone listening has a business getting into business, the easier you can do it, like as as the audience right now, the easier you can make your life with automation, it's, 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 it just, it just helps so much with your personal efforts in the business, right? You just open up some time for yourself. I never, I never went into um, automation um, in the past uh, at that level that you're talking about. I could even just imagine when I had the medical facility, if we actually automated so much of stuff, like mm-hmm. it would have been, it would have been so easy. Like from the moment they book it, like, book a call, for example, what we do in the back end could have been all automated. Uh, there's so many, so many niches, like so many, you know, whatever yeah. you call it, a niche or niche, but it's, there's so many areas you could take this with. Like you could actually create it into a, into a franchise model where you can give it to different niche, different areas. It's just a really good concept what you got going. So. Yeah. Thank you. I, you know, I, I love it. I think it's incredibly powerful and I just, I want more people to know what it is. I want more people to understand what it is and how you can use it because it is an amazing tool. And I think it's an amazing tool that people need to be having a conversation about. And unless you hear it and get that light bulb to go off in your head to be like, okay, I'm going to start going down this path. Mm -hmm. It it gets ignored. So uh, my message is if you don't talk with me, please just go find somebody in my niche. There are more like me, like I'm amazing at what I do, but there are other people who are really good too. Mm -hmm. And I think if this is something that you are interested in having a resource and somebody to work with and talk about and start building that understanding of what this tool is and what the path might look like for you, it's going to change the way that you interact with your business and how you think about your business. Awesome. Awesome. Rich in my books, you're super, my friend. And if any, any, anywhere I can help or be of service, don't hesitate to contact me and stay in touch. And again, I wish you all the best. And if you got something big going on in the future, email us, message us, you know, let us know. We absolutely will. 
Thank you so much for having me on. This was a blast. Thank you.